This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. You remember that scene in a, in a Christmas story where Flick sticks his tongue to the metal pole and he gets stuck? And, like, the teachers have to call the firemen to come get him off? Why, why'd they do that? I mean, I live in the south where it barely ever snows. But I know if I'm frozen to something, just a little, little warm water or something will take care of it. Like, uh, like I've had my, like, I've had ice cubes frozen to my tongue, and I knew if I just got a little saliva going, it'd come off. And I knew that at a young age. And they lived in a town that it snowed, like, all winter. And they were like, well, we gotta call the firemen. And the firemen were like, yeah, we'll take care of this. A little, a little ridiculous. Great movie, though. Looking forward to watching it. For an entire day straight on a Christmas. You know what else? This is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And I wouldn't mind having a Red Rider BB gun right now. Those are a lot of fun. Just shooting tin cans and stuff. And then you start shooting everything else. You're like, oh, hey, a tree. Pow. Oh, oh, hey, the sun. Pow. Take that, sun. Anyway. You know... I was going to talk for a little bit about the new uh, Transformers The Last Night trailer that came out this week. But it's only Friday and I've already heard a million different people talk it to death. So I'm going to spare you guys another discourse on a uh, two-minute trailer. I'm just going to say it, it's a cool-looking trailer, you know. I don't know how the movie is going to be, but it was a good trailer, <laughs> you know. Um, it looks cool. And that's the point of a trailer, to make you want to see it and... I'd like to see it, you know, I'm going to see it anyway. You know, I always, always tell you guys, and I know I've done, repeated it a million times, I like when, uh, I like when it's movie season. I like the, uh, merchandising and all the excitement around it and all the hype build up and the, the news and all that. The movie is almost secondary to everything else, you know, like, like, I, oh, last one, Age of Extinction, Extinction, I think I said that right. It sounded like I said something else. At least to me it did. They had those uh, Transformers Mashems that were like blind-packed. I, I bought like so many of those stupid things. <laughs> you know, they're just kind of... Kind of... Uh, smudged up <laughs> sculptures of little super deformed Transformers characters from the movies. And a little blind package, and they didn't even cost that much. And you'd squeeze them, and they'd all smush around and stuff. They're a fun little toy. I bought the crap out of those. And, you know, like, Big Red had a promotion with Transformers on the cans. And I already love Big Red soda. I buy it pretty often. So I was like, yeah. So I bought, like, a 12-pack of Big Red. Not Bumblebee. The entire pack. I was like, man, can I get a drift up in here? Bought a 12-pack. But, you know, that's the stuff I just love. I, Revenge of the Fallen had that awesome Bumblebee Snickers, which I I hoarded those things. Like, I was buying, when they were starting to disappear off shelves, I remember Big Lots had them, and I bought, like, a ton of them. <laughs> like, I bought all of them they had and stuff like that. I, just, I, I loved those. And a lot of people said, Rob, 
is just a Snickers bar. And, you know, for those of you who don't know or forgotten, it was a Snickers bar with the nougat dyed yellow, like Bumblebee. And I'll let you guys in on a little something, because maybe I'm crazy. But, like, now it doesn't, this doesn't really count for foods we make at home, but store-bought foods with food color in it, it tastes sweeter to me. Like, I, I don't know if I can taste some sort of agent they put in there to mask the bitterness of, you know, you know what I mean? Like if I don't know if I can taste one of the chemicals or something or whatever, but they, they taste really good to me. Like, uh, that bumblebee snicker, that something about that yellow dye. I don't know. Maybe I could taste the dye and just like the dye just tasted really good. And like, um, you know, like, uh, you go to the cake section of your grocery store and they got those cakes that are in wacky colors, like blue and orange and purple and stuff like those mixes. And they got the icing that matches in colors. I always go for those. Because one, those bright colors are amazing. But two, it tastes better to me. Like I like I said, I don't know if it's some sort of chemical or something they put in there with the dye or whatever. But I, I clearly taste it. It tastes like it's like a little sweeter and a little more like overall better whole tasting, if that makes sense. I don't know, but Wow, I love that Bumblebee Snickers. And you know, Burger King had that, what was it, the Double Barbecue Stacticon Transformers Burger? That was a pretty good burger. I mean, it was just a double cheeseburger with barbecue sauce on it, and I think like onions, but I like all those things. So, it was a good time. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, that trailer came out, and like, I don't know if that's Unicron or not. I would imagine if Unicron's in the movie, they'd have made a bigger deal about him, you know. There'd been some more of him in the preliminary arc that got leaked out and stuff, so... I I, I don't know. So I guess we'll have to see. That dragon dude looks awesome. I kind of hope it's Megatron, just because that Megatron design doesn't really look like it transforms into anything. So it'd perfectly be able to transform into a dragon, with logic, I'd guess. I like a good dragon transformer. I don't know. I know it's goofy. I know it's, I guess, lame. But it's just a big old dragon transformer. I've always liked those. I like monsters. You know, and I like kaiju and stuff like that. So I guess it's all kind of ties in together. You know, I have this theory about Transformers movies. And I'm going to put it to the test. And everyone listening, see if you can put it to the test too. My theory is... The odd number ones are good. Now, now here, I hear you guys hating already, saying none of them are good. Give it a rest. It's been a decade. You know they're making billions of dollars each movie. You know, if people are watching them, you know, and, and they are what they are. They're summer, you know, mindless popcorn flicks. It's been a decade. It's a fact. It's it's. Get over it. <laughs> Cry to someone who believes you. When you cut the DVD on your shelf. But I'm laughing and joking, of course, but seriously. It's just a dead meme at this point. But... Like, the 07 movie. I genuinely like that movie. You know? And, if you, like... Like, I can, like, not watch it for a while and go back and rewatch it, and it's, like, better. You know, each time I watch it, it's a better movie. Like, the first time I watched it was at that uh, BotCon 07 at the, uh, like, preview event thing they had for it, us, for all of us there who paid for the extra ticket. 
And I was like, oh, that was fun. And, you know, a lot of times you got to kind of watch movies a couple of times to fully enjoy it. Like, even if it's a movie you really like the first time you watched it, you might watch it again and not like it, you know, or maybe like in a different way. And that's one of those movies that just, every time I watch it, I enjoy it more. You know, I find it more enjoyable. So maybe there's something to it. But also, as far as just a straight up silly popcorn movie full of explosions and lasers and stuff, it's a completely fully realized movie. The plot has a, you know, decent enough storyline. It goes through all the points. You know, it doesn't have to be Transformers. It could have been just any aliens from outer space to work in the plot. And maybe it wouldn't have been judged so critically by some people. But, you know, it's a fully realized, fully, you know, just self-contained story. It works. And then Revenge of the Fallen came in, and, you know, it had all its problems with its script and its production and everything, and, uh, it's a mess. There's, a, you know, it's, there's no really honest way to say it. It's a mess. It's a fun mess. It's fun to watch. You know, that, that cool scene at the beginning where the Autobots come in to get the Decepticons hidden out, and Optimus rolls out of the plane and parachutes in and all that. that that's, that's cool to watch. Or that big fight in the scene. Uh, fight in the scene. Goodness. Ooh, excuse me, that fight in the forest scene, that, that that whole sequence is awesome, you know? The movie's kind of a mess where they kind of, they just basically edited together scenes to make a movie, and it, it shows. It's like watching a skit show, almost. But, Dark of the Moon, Part 3, that's like a perfect follow-up to Part 7. In fact, that could have been the sequel to 7, you know? To 07, not part 7, excuse me. I always call it Transformers 07. Just because, you know, being a stickler, you say Transformers the movie. I'm like, yeah, I saw it in the third grade in 1986. So I always think of uh, the uh, 07 movie as Transformers 07 or Transformers 7. That's just how it kind of separates in my brain. But Dark of the Moon was almost like a straight sequel to it, almost. Like, if it wasn't for Megatron still being alive, that's like the only tie you had, you know. But I really like Dark of the Moon. Like, I genuinely 100% like that movie. I just, every time I like watch it, I like it more. And uh, I had such a great time buying the toys for that. And just, I really ate that one up. I really liked Dark of the Moon. That was a, that might have been because I like it so much and still like it so much. Part of the reason I was so disappointed in Age of Extinction because I wanted, I wanted to follow up to Dark in the Moon, this movie I really liked. And, uh, Age of Extinction, you know, it's just, it was kind of a mess of scenes, you know, I'm not, it was a fun mess of scenes. It's cool watching, watching that scene with the Autobots aboard, uh, lockdown ship and all those cool action, you know. And, you know, it's cool to watch, it's fun to watch, but it's like Revenge of the Fallen, you know, it's just kind of like a bunch of scenes edited together. And you're like, well, I, oh, that's what they're doing now. Okay. Oh, that's what, uh, yep. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Kind of. And, you know, you always got to kind of throw the logic to the moon, the uh, logic to the wind, because you're like, it's a movie about giant robots from outer space that turn into cars and stuff. That scene doesn't make sense. (laughs) You know, it's, you got to kind of throw that kind of stuff out the window because it's, it's ridiculous, you know, so 
there's a little bit of a ridiculousness that you gotta expect. But I still had a lot of fun with the Age of Extinction merchandise, like the Dinobots and all that, and those Mashems that was out for a while. I hope they do those again. I really like those. You know, they're just those little, kind of crudely sculpted little figurines of the Transformers characters. They had Prime ones, too, and they were, like, squishy. You could smash them all around and stretch them and stuff, and they came blind packing these little capsules. I don't think they were any expensive. It was, like, a dollar or two, and um, maybe about two, three dollars. And I love buying those. I got so many of them. I remember um, the Walmart by my work. I made a, a routine of this Friday morning when I'd get off. Because you, know, you guys know I work nights. Um, every Friday when I'd get off, I'd stop by uh, that Walmart and grab me a Masham. <laughs> and open up in my car. You know, that's, that's, that's how much fun I had with those. I remember going to Five Law and they had the Prime ones. I was like, buying a bunch of these. I had... So I hope they really make more mashems. I, I like those. I like blind bag stuff anyway. You guys know that. And you know, the One Step Transformers uh, came out with the Age of Extinction. And I had a ball with those. You know, as it, as time went on, I kind of mellowed out on them. But for a good year there, I was buying every single one of them. You know, it was a lot of fun. You know, I think that's really with the movies, what I... What I love so much about the movies is not the movies themselves as much, even though I like Dark of the Moon a lot. It's the um, frenzy that comes with it. You know, you got your, like I said, you got your burgers, you got your Snickers bars, you know, all that stuff. And uh, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun for me. I have such a good time. You know, like I was talking about last week, the Universal Studios, right? It's all based in the movie. Cool. I was there. I'm there. You know, I have a lot of fun with the movie stuff. So with this new movie coming out and that the movies are going to be a annual thing for a while or maybe from now on, that cool media stuff I love so much, that's going to be every year. And I'm totally down for that. I'm totally down for having that much fun with buying stupid Transformers crayons at the Dollar Tree and stuff like that because that, that, that's fun for me. So I'm I'm really hoping this works out and doesn't get old or played out or boring. And I'm looking forward to the, the fun that's going to come with it. Speaking of fun, the new Spider-Man movie trailer came out this week and man, that, that that's I'm I'm there. I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man movies and cartoons and stuff. And I always have and um dating back to Spider-Man and his amazing friends. With Dan Gilzan as Spider-Man and Frank Welker as Iceman. I don't know who did Firestar's voice. I love that show. Uh, always a full of Spider-Man. And um, like like this past weekend, uh, we rented the uh, new Captain America Civil War movie. I, I just wanted to see Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, I, I like the Marvel movies and all, but I kind of take my time to watch them. But I was like, I, I seriously rented a movie just to see Spider-Man. You know, he, he wasn't in it for a whole lot. So, I really like this new guy as Spider-Man, so I'm looking forward to uh, this movie a lot. I didn't like Andrew Garfield. I know some people did. I, I'm not one of them. I didn't like him as Spider-Man. Well, apparently not a lot of other people did either, because he's out, you know. Poor for him, because it's got to be cool playing Spider-Man. Like, oh man, I get to be Spider-Man, yeah, you know. What, no one liked me? Crap. <laughs> 
let's see, Rogue One comes out next weekend, and I am like teetering with excitement. And I know I sound like it, because you, you guys can hear the uh, about to go to bed in my voice. But really looking forward to Rogue One next week. Um, I'm with the Star Wars and Transformers being an annual thing. I'm in hog heaven, and uh, I hope Star Wars stays a Christmas time thing. You know. Last year with Force Awakens coming out right at Christmas time. Quit giving me notifications, computer. <laughs> with uh, Force Awakens coming out right at Christmas time, it kind of added to the magic of it. You know, and Star Wars is just really special to me. Regardless. You know what I mean? Every Star Wars is magic to me. Everything Star Wars is like magic and pure emotion to me. But being at Christmas time really adds something extra. I think. And here Rogue One coming out. And I like these new uh I like these new analog Star Wars movies they're doing, like extra adventures alongside the sagas. I'm I'm all for that. You know, I, I don't read every single Star Wars book, but I like to read the occasional Star Wars book. Because I like to see more adventures in these setting, you know. Actually I've got a couple of them sitting right over here that we bought for the trip for me to read on the way there. Not thinking I'd be driving all the way to Florida. So I got some books to read. <laughs> it's okay, because I love reading them. But, yeah, I'm going to probably, you know, a lot of times I work a couple hours on Saturday. Like, you know, about four hours to kind of go along with my work week. Kind of stay ahead of my, you know, workload. But sometimes I'll work it off in the morning. Instead of going home at my normal time, I'll work like, a couple extra hours just to get that time in, you know? And I'm going to do that uh, this weekend so I can sleep it off and then do some Christmas shopping with the wife. We've already been Christmas shopping, but we can go out and do some more of it for our family and what have you. And then Saturday night, I'm going to go see Rogue One. You know, I don't do the uh, opening day viewings that much anymore because they're always, like, in the middle of the week now. And, you know, it's just... I can't justify taking off work for two hours of a movie, you know. You know, it just kind of it kind of hits. <laughs> like even even with my uh, paid leave, it still hits because just the way I, the amount of hours I work, you know. So I'm gonna go see it Saturday night at a probably a late showing. The movie theater we go we go to it's down here. Um, I think it's technically in Sharpsburg. We're right here at uh, by Peachtree City in Georgia, and that NCG. I love NCG movie theaters. We we we've always we've been going to them for years, and that one is a good one. And uh, when we went to it's that late showing, like I like to do of movies for last year, Force Awakens. There wasn't a whole lot of people in the theater with us. Just a, just a handful. Just a handful of nerds on a Saturday night watching Star Wars. And I remember going to the bathroom after the movie was over. You know, I sat through the credits and everything because dude, Star Wars. And uh, three hours later, and an enormous orange Coke from the freestyle machine. Guys, I went to the bathroom. Everyone goes to the bathroom. You can watch a movie at home, and you're cool. But if you're at that movie theater, the minute that... And it could have been an hour movie. The minute that movie's over, you're in the bathroom. Something about a movie theater makes you pee more than anything else in the world. 
but I was in there. And, uh, you know, when you're a guy, you use those urinals and no one really kind of talks to each other because it's weird. Everyone was like, oh my God, that was the best movie ever. <laughs> and, uh, this one guy was like, man, we gotta wait two years for episode eight. And I was like, Rogue One comes out next year. And he goes, I know, but I want to know what happens. <laughs> and then these two guys, as I was washing my hand at, and drying them at the, st the stupid air things that never work. I thought he was laughing at first, but he just had a really awkward way of crying. And he was just openly sobbing in the bathroom. <laughs> and I won't tell you guys why. Because, like, I, I still don't want to give it away. Usually I kind of, like, criticize people who get all the spoiled hurts and all that. But I, I don't want to give, give too much away, even a year later. But it's just a magic moment. <laughs> well, speaking of magic... Let's get to the uh, questions and awesome portion of the show. The Q&A thread that I uh, post in our official group, Talk Transformers. Um, well, I just kind of said that out of order, didn't I? The Q&A portion of our show, which all the uh, questions, comments, and talking points are fed from a thread that I post occasionally in Talk Transformers. The official forums, I guess. The official talking place of being awesome. It's Talk Transformers. It's a group on Facebook. Um, I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more times. It's the best place online to talk Transformers. It's in the name. This week's question. Actually, I'm going to answer two because I want to kind of clear out the queue. I've got about four questions left from Eric Crowbar. So I'm going to go ahead and answer two today, two today and save two for next week so I can clear them all out and start a new thread here pretty soon. So... First question from Eric Crowbar. If you were a Transformer, would you be an Autobot or Decepticon, and what would your alt mode be? I'd be a purple Decepticon Prime that turned into... Turned a jet. <laughs> you forgot into. <laughs> turned a jet. And I'd be named Aramis Prime. Insert epic song here. You know, Eric, I, I never really thought of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, you know, I want to be a maximal. I want to be a maximal. I, I've always really that stands out in in my uh, emotional regions. The whole beast era, and like I said, I like to think of myself as a good guy. I like to try try to be a good person or whatever. So of course, I'm going to lean toward the uh, good dudes there. I have no clue what I'd turn into. Maybe a nice station wagon. Something the family could go on vacation in. To maybe to the beach. A green one with wood paneling. Yeah, I can see that. Eric's next question is, Who is the better leader, Optimus Prime or Megatron? You know it's kind of hard not to be cynical answering these questions. And I'll tell you why. I don't think either of them are the best leader in the world. Like, and I'm not saying that as a uh, hater or anything. Like, Optimus sure has leadership chops, and he has that fatherly way about him. But every other storyline is about like, oh, I should have done it different, you know? Or, uh, you know, I just talked about the movies. I remember in the 07 movie when, uh, 
Bumblebee got captured. And they were like, Prime, we gotta go get him. He's like, we have to leave him. That's what he'd want us to do. I don't think a single person was like, yeah, that's what you do. You know, no, no. <laughs> or I always go back to that episode of G1. Where uh, Grapple and Hoist had teamed up with the Constructicons to build a tower. But Optimus was way too busy playing basketball to be bothered with it. <coughs> and those are just examples of me making jokes. But there's just been, you know, sometimes or whatever where I'm like, eh, you're, you're a flawed leader, which is great. A flawed leader makes for a good character. Kind of tired of flawed leaders. It's, it's flawed heroes and anti heroes have been a mainstay for like a good 20, 30 years now. I'd really like just a goody two shoes. I'd like um the perfect leader who never does anything wrong. I'd you know maybe like a Star Saber did in Victory, where people said he's boring because he's just generic hero guy, and I'm like, hey, well, I'm tired of every hero doubting himself and crying himself to sleep every night. Eh. Maybe even Superman does that now. That's just. <laughs> Quit trying. Quit trying too hard. You're trying to be sad, leader guy. Oh, it's such a heavy burden. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> be like, yes, it's what I do for the people of the galaxy. You know, that'd be refreshing. And Megatron, I am. Uh, I go back to G1 and Marvel G1 instinctively over everything else. And, um, you know, Beast Wars Megatron was the best Megatron, in my uh, opinion, just because he won. And, uh, two, he's just a... You can't not like that character, you know. He's Moriarty, or if I said that right, you know what I mean. And, um, he's just wonderful. But I will say... Like in my favorite, you know, Transformers comics, the G2 comics, Megatron was the man. You know what I mean? So I would say the Marvel G2 incarnation of Megatron is the better leader. Because he, first off, you know, the first arc of it, he was kicking ass and taking names. You know. And he was just succeeding. You know, he, he pulled a, a fast one over Cobra and he came and got the leadership back from Bludgeon and all that. He's just, he, you know, he got stuff done. And, you know, he beat Prime, you just within, within an inch of his life. You know, he, he beat Prime. No, 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 no quick turn to tie thing. No, nothing. He, he did it, you know. He, he did what he said he was going to do, and he just did it. You don't really get that in villains, unlike cartoons, you know. They don't just do it. He just did it. As an adult who leads a, uh, leads a productive life in the pursuit of happiness and uh, earning and trying to build a life, a good life for me and my wife, I, I really appreciate someone who just gets things done. <laughs> and then after the whole ordeal with GX, as he teams up with Optimus, he's like the ultimate team player. He just puts all of it to the side and is like, perfect soldier you know what I mean like he just 
Like he just puts his differences aside to work with a rival to get take care of the greater deed at the moment. So yeah. Think just uh think G two Megatron from the Marvel Comics. Hands down wins. Man, that tank's really rad. Well, hey guys. Eric, thanks for your questions. And you got two more that I'm going to answer next week, I promise. Or maybe I'll split them up and do them over two episodes. We'll see how I feel next week. But thanks for your questions. And guys, here in a couple of weeks, I'll be starting a new thread up to get that content for the Q&A portion of the show. So keep your eyes out. And if you miss it, because you know that happens sometimes, you might be too busy to catch a thread. or That group is really busy. There's a lot of people in there. The threads just come and go really fast. So you might miss it. So don't be afraid to direct message me a question right there. I'll totally put in the queue. Promise. Let me take a drink. My voice is getting all dry. Uh, ooh, that's, that's refreshing. Well, guys, I'm Rob. And you can find me on t- <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, at RoboRobSpringer. And you can please, if you, if you can please, if you will... Check out my personal site, my blog, zonebase.org. That's zonebase.org. I just type that in. You'll go to it. Um, I'd really appreciate if you guys looked at it. And, you know, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. It's part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us all at tfradio.net for all of our shows and showtimes. <coughs> and sometimes we cough. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links. Just that's an easy way you can help support the network without really really going out of your way you know we're not we're not going to ask you for your money but if you can click those links next time you buy at amazon you're helping us in more ways than we can describe adequately adequately man english is hard <laughs> shame is the only language i speak but we pray thanks thank you guys a whole bunch for doing that and if you can't do that please share share the new info you know and we appreciate that too. That'd be so awesome, you guys. Well, hey guys, I'm about to go to bed. I'm going to upload this and I'm going to bed. So everyone have a great week. And uh, don't know how to end the show. Don't know how to end the show. I had Taco Bell earlier. It was awesome. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Don't be a hero. Hold on.